Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in. It's a beautiful Thursday in the capital city. We say hello to you over the lunch hour, the only live and local program that starts at 12 noon to keep you entertained and informed during the lunch hour. Um, You can always get on the program, 264-1700. Again, that's 264-1700. Terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, Seth Gruen is going to be our guest at about 1225. We'll get into a lot of Major League Baseball talk, in particular with what happened last night between Baltimore and Boston again. Uh, 1 o'clock, Ken Silverstein, Big Ten Conference Insider. We'll also do some NBA with him as he is based in Cleveland and has been covering the Cleveland Cavaliers and the uh, Toronto Raptors in that second round of the NBA. And also at uh, 2 o'clock, we got the Bears blog, right? Yeah, Jeff Hughes will Jeff be Hughes here. Jeff Hughes coming in? As uh, we continue our trip around the Midwest of all the NFL teams, a look back at their draft and a look forward at the 2017 schedule. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's kind of start with, and I know it's not a, a local topic, but we'll get there in a second, with a little baseball. <sighs> And what happened last night, again, in Baltimore and Boston? This has got to end, right, Trent? I mean, they just can't continue just to throw at people and have yelling from one dugout to the next. I mean, it's it's going to explode if the Major League Baseball can't step in and do something, right? Well, they've already tried. Yeah? Yeah. Yesterday, before the game began, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, along with Joe Torre, had a conference call. They talked about it. They told us that they had mentioned to both organizations that they were going to be on high alert. And what happens last night? Well, an awful call. Watch out, Jimmy B. I'm going to hit you with the curveball. Yeah, I know. And an ejection afterwards. Sam Holbrook screwed this whole thing up. And the umpire crew as a whole. Now, I'm sure the mandate came down for Major League Baseball. Oh, sure and told the umpire crew, you're on high alert. This has gone too far. We don't want a bench-clearing brawl. We don't want anything ugly to happen here. We don't want somebody to get hit in the head. Things are on high alert. If that's the case, though, Holbrook, when the managers came out, when Farrell was out there coming out and Buck Walter, when they handed in their lineup cards, he should have either A, right then told them, this is your warning. Yeah. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. The crew did not do that. There was not an issue war- uh, handed out beforehand. What you can do, an umpire crew can do that before a game. If it is a situation like this with tensions running very high, that can be done. They didn't do that. It comes back to the umpire crew. They messed this up. And then they took it even a step further by ejecting Gossman after a curveball. Right. Guy. It's a cold night. Curveball gets away. Yeah. Yeah. There certainly didn't attend to look like there was much intent there. And he saw the reaction afterwards. Yes. Holbrook screwed this up. The crew as a whole screwed this up. It's as simple as that. There wasn't any, after after the fireworks of that, however, uh, there wasn't anything else that really took place within the game. Well, Adam Jones got ejected. Well, yeah, but he was arguing balls and strikes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a different matter. But there wasn't any nonsense between the two teams after that after that ejection. So from that aspect, that's a positive. Do you think that since 
tonight's the final game of the series. There'll be shenanigans, or do you think maybe now it'll be put to rest? You know, What's because your feeling? The, the, the Orioles are upset. They're upset. They feel like they have been screwed two yeah. different times, two right. straight games yep. that they've gotten the short end of the stick. Starting with Sale, who uh-huh. got this whole thing started once again, two minutes after he steps off the mound, lets Adam Jones get a standing ovation. Two minutes later, he's throwing the ball back behind Manny Machado. At 98 miles an hour. So he's up there chucking away, trying to hit Machado. He's the one that should have been ejected. And if that would have happened, I don't think we would have got to yesterday. Really? I don't think we, we would have had the ejection that we did yesterday. Okay. But the crew screwed it up there. Let Sales stay in the game, issued their warnings, and then he comes out yesterday, and then that's what happens. So, no, I don't think this is open over because now the Orioles are upset. They had to use their bullpen last night. They did. After a guy gets ejected, they had, what, 24 outs that they had to get that they weren't expecting to out of their bullpen. Mm-hmm. They thought Sales should have been ejected. They would have had a better chance of winning that ball game if that would have happened. But the Orioles feel like they're on the short end of the stick here, and now they're probably going to be looking for a little bit of their own. How does that come? We will see. But I'm sure that's the feeling in Baltimore. Okay, fair enough. Uh, we will be dialed in then to that. Uh, there is some breaking news. Really? About about your favorite team in the NFL. The Chicago Bears? That's it. I don't know if they're my favorite team anymore. <laughs> I might be done. <laughs> you, might, you might be having a change of heart. Uh, your former star quarterback, Jay Cutler, yeah. has auditioned as a color analyst for Fox TV to most likely replace John Lynch. Wow, with the number two team, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Jay Cutler is not a guy that I would expect to be very good in that role. Personality plus? I don't think so. No, absolutely not. Now, if you've heard him do interviews, he's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty candid, especially when he does. You know, he had a, a weekly interview that he did, I believe, on 670 in Chicago. Chicago and, yeah. Yeah, he was more entertaining than you'd probably imagine doing that. Now, he's just interviewed, though. That is he correct. He doesn't have the job. Right? No, no, okay. he's auditioned for it, though. Gotcha. He has done a audition. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he would be better in a role, maybe in a studio. Okay. I think that might be better suited for him. Listen to Jay Cutler for three hours. I'm, <laughs> I'm just... I'm just telling you. Is he going to be able to get a smoke break at halftime? We know he likes his heaters. <laughs> he does like his heaters. <laughs> My so my 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 question is is if he gets the gig, will you watch a game that he's working? Well, if it's a game that I care about, okay. but because he's calling a game, yeah, no, okay. What, what kind of? I was just because. Why would be, I watch it? Because, because your dislike for him. I don't. I mean, you don't really. You don't find. Be, I don't have that much dislike. Okay, for him. so it's just like Bears fans in general just dislike him that much. Do they? I'm I'm asking you. I'm not a Bears fan. I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. No, really. Okay. No. All right. But am I going to watch a game because no, I don't watch games because of the commentators. I was just asking. Okay. There's not a color guy in the NFL. Okay. That I'll watch a game because he is doing doing the game. Yeah. Okay. No, not at all. Okay. Would you watch Uh, a game? Do you think there are people that are that way? Yes. Hell yeah. I I see tweets all the time. The announcer crew. Oh, that announce crew is terrible. I'm going to listen to the Wait, game that's on not radio. What you're talking about? Well, I mean, you you, you, you just get asked that. if I was going to watch I, because you, of Jake. Yes. Would you turn? Him, would you turn him on? I mean, would you turn the would you would you turn the game on to see how he did as a color commentator, like the first or second game of the year? 
No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not just gonna, asking. Yeah, you know, if, if it's the Jaguars and Titans, oh, I got to watch though because <laughs> Jay Cutler's on the call. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jimmy B. I'm just asking. I, I, I wonder where your head is. I've, You've been in here now for 40 minutes. Yeah, I came in, in studio preparing. and you, you need some apples. I mean, what? No, we get man. You. No, I've had prune juice. I'm good. Is your blood sugar down? No, man. I feel great. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. I took my I'm Metamucil. Just, I'm I, good. I wonder where your mind is. You've been I, all I'm over in, the I'm place. I'm in great shape. Well, you might be in great shape. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking about your mind. Oh, I'm well, talking, that's different. Yeah. I can watch a game from just, Jake Cutler. I was just asking you that question. That's all. What's the relevance? I because he's he he was your boy for the Bears. That's all. And then you tell me that well, I really didn't have that much uh, dislike for him when he was the quarterback. I thought most Bears fans disliked him. Well, I don't think you realize. Think of the quarterbacks that the Bears have had over the last. Well, that is now you're making years. a point. Okay, you're making a I point. I mean, I watch Peter Tom Willis yeah. <laughs> and I watch Henry Burris. Yeah, and I watch Moses Moreno. Oh, Moses Moreno. I saw Cade McNown. Yeah. I've seen a lot of awful quarterback yeah. plays. So Jim Miller. Jim Miller put together at least a decent he, season. He did. Eric Kramer had a decent yeah. season, but overall, it has been a whole lot of awfulness there. I, I don't. Jay Cutler, was it a disappointment? Did he get to where a lot of people thought he could? No, I mean, and, and that is a disappointment, absolutely. But I, I think Bears fans realize that certainly a lot better than the alternative that they've had over the years. So right. I don't think there's a bunch of hatred there for him or anything You like don't that. think so, really? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. I was just asking because you're like Bears boy, and I'm not. So that's why I was asking the question. I'm going to try to change things here because... Go for it. You're, you're struggling. No, I'm not. Jimmy B, you're struggling. No, I'm not. I'm feeling really <laughs> the, good. The notepad. The, 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 mind is, the mind is sharp. Do we have, by the way, uh, in case you missed it? Yes, let's get into that. It's presented <laughs> by Wolf Construction Roofing as we try to save Jimmy B from himself here. And uh, let's start, if you did miss it, the Orioles and the Red Sox from last night. Here it is. The curveball heard round the world, 77 miles an hour. Kevin Gaussman ejected with this Uncle Tom. Gaussman's delivery oh. to him, and he didn't mean to do that. Oh, he oh, threw him out of the game. You've got to be kidding me. You he threw him out of the game. Oh, you're... Now, remember, there were no warnings given, so this is a decision by the home plate umpire that the pitcher threw at him intentionally. A 77 mile per hour slider that backs up on a cold night. And Gorsman is livid. And so was Caleb Joseph. You've got to be kidding me. Uh, that's the reaction from the hometown announcers. Yes, that uh, Gary Thorne you heard on the TV yeah. call and the radio call right afterwards. It was, I feel, an awful call. Yeah. An absolutely awful call. Even with everything else happening there, I thought it was putrid. Your thoughts? I'm going to take a different angle on it, and I think the umpire, the plate umpire, overstepped. However, with the shenanigans that have been going on between these two teams now, since the Machado-Pedroia incident at second base, I think that, was it an overreaction? Yes. But I think the umpire felt he had to react immediately to keep the game under control. I'm sure that he felt that, okay, he just got plunked. All right, when the inning is over and another hitter comes up and it's shoes on the other foot, somebody else is going to get drilled and it's going to be on. That's the only way I can view it. 
Was it an overreaction on the curveball that appeared like it got out of out of his uh, hand uh, to the side and the ball never really broke at 77 miles an hour? I agree. But I think the umpires were trying to, if anything, anything at all looks somewhat suspicious, we're going to nip it right here. Well, let's go to a little more positive story. The Cubs looking for two in a row against the Phillies down throughout most of the game. Wilson Contreras coming up big with a double. Cubs are going to take the lead. Zobrist in. Hayward scores. A double for Contreras. 4 3. 4 3 there for the Cubs. Contreras coming up with the big knock. And then in the end, Wade Davis, Jimmy B. Yeah. This guy is pitching at another level. I heard Contreras say, guy's like a robot. Mm-hmm. You ask for a ball to be put in a spot, he puts it in the spot. He's been ridiculous. Here's the final out of the ball game. The 0 2. Swing and a miss. Cubs win. Cubs win a one-run nail-biter, 5-4 the final. Well, that's what they got him for. Absolutely. After Chapman a year ago, yep. let him walk. And uh, at that back end of the bullpen with Wade Davis, you're feeling good. We saw what he did in Kansas City. Yes. And he's continuing on. Even after he struggled in the spring, once again, don't worry about spring training. No. We, ne- no. we always tell people, God, you guys are getting so excited. It's spring training. Nobody gives a rat's. The games don't count. These guys are working on things each day. Forget about all that stuff. Let's go north in your first place, Minnesota Twins. Absolutely. Kenny Vargas, who has uh, been playing a little DH after coming out starting the year down in Rochester. He's doing a good job. A two-run single in the first. And here going deep in the third. High and deep to center. Davis going back. Still going back. And. Vargas hitting his second home run of the year. Twins take a 5-1 to lead. Oh, man, you got to break up the Twins, Trent. You got to make a phone call. You you guys are way too good. You're beating up on everybody. Just slow down a little bit and take it easy. Jimmy B, this team is pitching well. They're fielding well defensively. The range that they now have in the outfield. After a year ago, it was Miguel Sano out there. It was a disaster. You had Robbie Grossman for a while played a corner outfield spot. Defensively, they're putrid. What they can do with Buxton, who is, if not the best center fielder in the game defensively, right up there already at right. age 23. I mean, this guy is ridiculous, the amount of ground that he covers. He was unbelievable last night, made another incredible play out there. He did. Him out there, you got a defense that overall with Max Kepler now in right field and over and left with Rosario, they cover a ton of ground out there. They've helped out. The left side of the infield has been much better. And, and maybe most importantly, you know, I told you yesterday about the way that they're pitching inside a lot more. But Jason Castro behind the plate, a guy that you look at his numbers. I mean, he's going to bat 220. Got a little pop. He might hit 12, 15 homers mm-hmm. for you and say, oh, why are you paying that guy that kind of money? Because he is one of the best pitch framers in baseball. And the importance of that, of basically stealing strikes, tricking the umpire behind the plate. It helps your pitching staff out so, so much. And him behind the plate, it's been a big cog here as well. Are you back on? Well, you never really left the Twins bandwagon. But when we began in April, mm-hmm. you pretty much said, 
oh, God, I just hope it's not anything close to last year because this team doesn't look good to me at all. Well, they have, lost have you, 103 have, games. Yeah, I know. Have you totally flip-flopped already and they've played, what, 25 games? Yeah, I, I mean, I, am I a believer that yeah. this team's going to win the division? No, no. no. Do I even think they'll be in contention the last two weeks of the season for a wild card berth? No, I don't think that either. But they're a lot better without retooling, without doing a whole bunch of things, kind of breaking things down again. Mm-hmm. I've been incredibly impressed. And the ideas that this new front office has brought in, the way that they've changed the culture and the thought process of the team, it's been a lot of fun to see. Mm-hmm. It really has. And I've enjoyed it to this point, and I hope I get a, a summer of some enjoyable baseball because last year – it was dreadful. No, I, no, 103 I, losses. And I had to put up with your sorry butt, too. That was that was the worst part. Oh, you're fine. Um, breaking news. Uh, they did the MRI on Spurs guard Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's done. Done for the uh, year. Oh, really? Yeah. So, look, they still have Patty Mills, but it's not the same with that veteran presence that Parker brings. Right. And he knows Popovich's system inside and out. But he is done after uh, blowing the knee last night in the game. Let's go to a couple NBA highlights in case you missed it. Presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. Game one, Toronto and Cleveland in the third. It's a blowout. Cavs up 20. Here comes LeBron. Think he'll do it again after he hit two, two in a row. Irving took it away from Powell. Goes behind the back. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Kyrie behind the back, Ooh. LeBron in transition. Is there anything better than that? Oh, that's just so dynamic. I mean, it's a freight train. It's, it, it was, uh, what, Major League Two when Rube is catching behind the plate mm-hmm. and he says to, something to the effect of, he says to the batter, you're standing on the tracks and the trains have coming through, butthead. That's you, about it with LeBron. You, you love that line. I love that line. You love that it's line. It's a great line. We finish up down in San Antonio. Jimmy B had been throwing dirt all over the Spurs. I had. Last night, they come rolling back. Gordon could have knocked it in. Leonard Seeds Mills fires a triple. And that's the last evolution for Kawhi Leonard. It's his playmaking. There's your boy, Patty Mills, in the corner. He is, yep. I told you, he's going to be the starter now, and we will see how that uh, carries into the next few games. Look, Houston already has accomplished what they set out to do. They got one in San Antonio. Now they go home. For the season, they were a terrific home team. And that crowd will be in a frenzy in Houston just because it's an in-state rivalry. Anytime the Rockets show up for the Spurs and vice versa, uh, it's always frenetic. So that'll be entertaining when they uh, meet up again, and I believe it's tomorrow night uh, in uh, in Houston. We finish up with the hockey from last night, overtime. Talking about late at night. This yeah. was a late one. I missed it, so, well, I missed it with you. In case you missed it, the Ducks get it done on the road against the Oilers. No icing on the play. Adam Larson gives it away in front. Scores! A silencer from Jacob Silverberg, and the Ducks have tied the series. So they were down 2 nothing. Connor yeah. McDavid had scored a couple of goals early, mm-hmm. and it looked like Edmonton was in total control 
And then all of a sudden, here come the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, although they don't call them Mighty anymore. They're not Mighty anymore. No, they're, they're just, just the, the Ducks. ducks. <laughs> so uh, the road teams continue to win yeah. in that series. They will make their way back to Anaheim for but see, Game 5. But see, we discuss that all the time. And everybody says, well, how, why does it happen in hockey and it doesn't happen in basketball? It's simple in hockey. The rink is bigger. And you have the glass all the way around you. So you don't hear all the epitaphs and the insults and everything else. And you have all that equipment on and guys are flying at a rapid speed throughout the entire game. You hear all the noise, but it's not like somebody is in your ear when you're sitting on the bench just screaming at you that you're like a baby killer or something. And it's, And fans do that. Trent, you've been there. You know you know what fans, they're awful sometimes. Mm-hmm. But in the NHL, it's a totally different dynamic, and it's because of the ice and the glass that's all the way around. That was In Case You Missed It, presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. We'll come back on the other side. we got Seth Gruen coming in. We'll talk baseball with him, maybe a little Big Ten as well. Sure. Ken Silverstein this afternoon. we got Jeff Hughes breaking down the Bears draft, a busy show, and you can join us as always here, 515 264 1700 back here in a moment. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3. Sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Hey, remember a couple years ago when we thought we'd save some money with do-it-yourself window coverings? Unfortunately, yes. I measured. I ordered. We both installed. What a disaster. All the way around. And we're pretty good at do-it-yourself. But obviously, window coverings really call for a pro. A pro from Budget Blinds. They're the do-it-for-me people. They bring the store to you, come in and measure, then install it all. And that style and service for every budget thing they talk about? Turns out it's for real. Right. Budget Blinds has no surprises pricing and a no-questions-asked warranty. The best in the business. That's a no-brainer. And this spring, you could get up to $500 off on Signature Series window coverings. Save money and your dignity. Call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS. Or go online to BudgetBlinds.com. 855-BUDGET-BLINDS or BudgetBlinds.com. Forget do-it-yourself. Get an expert to do it for you at a price that fits your budget. Call 855-BUDGET-BLINDS now. Offer good on selected products at participating independently owned and operated franchises only. Some restrictions may apply. Ask for details. Hiring is the most challenging part of my job. It's really hard. The searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 100-plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard, and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I liked them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, 
the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. You soon. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. It's always fun when we have a chance to catch up with Seth Gruen. Bleacher Report, Major League Baseball, some Big Ten stuff as well with Seth. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Seth, good afternoon. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, we're having a good time. Uh, We've already had a discussion about what is taking place between Boston and Baltimore. Before we dive into it uh, bit by bit, Give me your overall reaction to what you've seen so far. Well, I got to be honest with you guys. There's a part of me that likes this stuff. Um, I think it, it it adds juice to this series. I think I mentioned to you that uh, at the beginning of the year that I thought each and every game played within this division was going to matter, and that it was must see TV even in April and May. And I think that we're seeing that bear out on the field. Now, the optics of this aren't very good for Major League Baseball. So, obviously, there's concern on that end, and they don't want guys, you know, throwing cheddar at star players. They don't want their star players going out headhunting one another, and I'm talking about Chris Sale and Manny Machado. But to some degree, i got to tell you, I, I think it, um, it gets people talking about baseball at a time when the NBA is supposed to dominate the sports calendar. Yeah, it's pretty wild uh, how this has turned into a big story, you know, at a national level. And it started earlier this week with what happened with Adam Jones and, and the things that were thrown at him and the verbal assault that was handed down his way. And then you uh, add on this element to it. I mean, it's made the Orioles-Red Sox yeah. seemingly the, the biggest rivalry in baseball right now. 
Well, well, to clarify, I, I wanted to I, I want to make this crystal clear, and I assumed it was when I said it. I was not referring to what happened to Adam mm-hmm. Jones specifically as right. being good for baseball. I'm talking about when you get guys protecting one another and some of these bean ball wars. Even though I'm not necessarily a fan of throwing at a guy, because it could ruin a guy's career, look mm-hmm. to ruin Kirby Puckett's career. Yeah. So you know, it can knock stars out of the game. Manny Machado is very important to the game. So I parsed the two. I don't see them as connected. I think players, once the game starts, often disconnect themselves from what has uh, occurred maybe off the field or with the fans um, and are solely focused on winning the game. So I, I, I view these as two separate incidents. I just think since both have kind of grabbed national attention, we're looking at the totality of the series. I can certainly tell you with the Adam Jones situation that it's it's very problematic. And I said this on TV the other day. One of the, the reason I got into sports personally, and I'm sure the same goes for you too, is, is that we were all fans. The reason I love sports so much is because I think that oftentimes they serve as a microcosm for other aspects of society and other occurrences. We saw a, a major component of the civil rights era play out on a baseball diamond when you talk about Jackie Robinson. Yes. And, and while that's a, a more, you know, while, while that has taken on a more positive life in terms of, you know, the retelling of that story and the adversity he overcame, I think oftentimes we see certain uh, negative uh, occurrences in society play out in our sports arenas. And I think the uh, circumstance with Adam Jones certainly was one of those things. And, and in an era when racism seems to have reemerged uh, very rampantly, um, it, it's no surprise that uh, this is something that uh, has bled its way into sports. And I think it's very unfortunate, and I think it's incumbent upon the fans around those who are uh, spewing this just hateful language to say stop. Does Boston still get the bad rap because it seems they get singled out? Look, they're they're not out of the woods here, uh, that city, because they have a history. Uh, they treated Bill Russell when he first arrived to play for the Celtics uh, just absolutely terribly. Uh, and, and it continued throughout the 70s and 80s. But do other cities have, as in your estimation, as bad a rap as Boston? No, and I think that's factoring in. But I think to pretend like this is a Boston problem is entirely short-sighted because there's racism everywhere. I can tell you I have been to Boston on a number of occasions to cover sports, uh, be it Celtics games or Red Sox games or college sports, and I have not actually seen this firsthand. Now, that said, I'm very aware of the city's history, mm-hmm. and it, 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 it does have a lot of racism in its history, and, and its sports fans certainly have been associated with racism, and I think that uh, that is being, probably rightfully so, being held against them in this circumstance. But I think to pretend like this is a Boston problem is to, ignore, it's, it's to nearly ignore the problem altogether because I don't think this is a, a problem central to Boston. I'm sure it happens in Chicago, New York, and everywhere else. Yeah. Talking with Seth Gruen, taking a look around Major League Baseball. Seth, uh... Why don't you jump over to a couple of surprises in baseball from the American League East over to the Central. The Twins and the White Sox. Uh, in your estimation, your uh, hometown team there with the White Sox and, and the Minnesota Twins, how have they done that? Two teams not expected to do much this year. 
Yeah, well, I think that we're still early, and we go through pockets of the baseball season where certain teams get hot and certain teams get cold. I will continually point to last July when the Cubs played sub-500 baseball, yet still easily finished with uh, the the best record in baseball and, and, and easily won that NL Central. So there's a reason that this season is 162 games, and, and that's just precisely it. It's that... It, it takes that many to determine who the best teams are because it's a sport of streaks. You know, the, a guy who hits 300 doesn't necessarily hit three, um, get a hit three out of every 10 uh, at bats. You know, he, he, he may he, he may go eight for 10 and then 0 for 12. You know, it, it compiles that way. It's a, it's a streaky sport. So I, I attribute some of that to what the Twins and White Sox have been able to do. But I eventually expect these teams to play down to their talent level, which uh, isn't very good. Both these teams are in rebuilding mode, the Twins especially. I still think the Sox are going to look to make big moves uh, at the trade deadline, and the great thing for them is they can wait until then. So if for some reason this team is able to keep up this level of play, well, then maybe they can make some moves to try to win the division and, and get into the playoffs. Seth but oh, go I ahead, don't sir. expect that. I, I don't expect that to be the case. Okay. Seth Gruen is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Seth, let's go south uh, just a few hours away from us. There are Royals fans in our city. What has happened to them? Well, I just think the championship window is closed, and you saw it by uh, they're trying to – to move Wade Davis. I think they're getting a little older. I know Alex Gordon was hurt last year, but I think this is just the, the kind of organization, you know, bereft of the resources that the Cubs have and the Mets and the Yankees and the Red Sox and Giants and other major market teams that, <laughs> excuse me, has to reboot, <laughs> excuse me, every now and again. Um, they're eventually going to develop players who, who are going to leave in free agency who are going to be too costly to acquire. So I think that's why you saw them go after a player like Jorge Soler, who I think has a lot of potential still even as a right fielder in a DH. But I, I just think their time has passed, and um, you know they're looking for another championship window maybe in another three or four years. Seth, uh, with that, let's go over to uh, the Cubs and the Cardinals mm-hmm. in the National League Central. You know, the Brewers have been a fun story. Loved Eric Thames and the hot start that he got off to, mm-hmm. mashing all those homers. But I think most people feel the staying power probably isn't going to be there for the Brew Crew. Both the Cubs and the Cardinals with some deficiencies. And uh, the starting pitching for the Cubs has really struggled. It's been the bullpen and some of that rotation for the Cardinals as well. Is this going to be a race to 90? Is this even going to be a race, or you expect the Cubs still to be able to pull away? I think the Cubs are going to have to work really, really hard to win 90 games. I still expect them to win the NL Central, but I think that the National League is more competitive this year than it was last year. I think, obviously, some of those rebuilding teams, like the Brewers, are better. So I think that they're going to be a tougher out. You know, the Cubs were able to beat up upon a lot of those teams in rebuild mode who weren't trying to win games. And I think as the Brewers promote all that young talent to the Major League roster, you know, they're going to present the Cubs and the Cardinals with a tougher, tougher, uh, you know, tougher opponent. Now, in terms of the Cubs' struggles in the starting pitching, I'd say that I agree. But at the same time, the way baseball is structured and the rosters are structured, nobody really has depth in their starting rotation. In other words, yeah, you can go deep one through five, but 
there's no such thing as a backup starting pitcher. So if someone's not playing well or someone's not hurt or, or someone's hurt, you kind of just have to ride it out. You know, you call somebody up from the minor leagues and hope they fill in admirably if somebody goes in the DL or in the case of, of the Cubs staff right now, which by all accounts is healthy, there's nothing you could really do but ride it out. And again, it goes back to that idea that baseball's streaky. Now, uh, I, my guess is that they've just hit a rough patch, like every starting staff does, like every team does. But I think, you know, part of every Cubs fan needs to be questioning whether or not these older guys, you know, guys above 30, Lester, uh, Lackey, even Arietta, have maybe, you know, started to decline because, look, father time's undefeated and that's going to happen. But I expect uh, I expect them to overcome this and, and, and be closer to the staff they were last year. I think that's very, very difficult to replicate. Uh, if, if you look back over the past 15 years, I think only two staffs, only two starting staffs have had ERAs under two. The Cardinals did it uh, a few years back. So, uh, but I expect them to ultimately, you know, be closer to the staff they were last year than, than what they are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as far as the National League, and we see what Washington is doing. Out West, it's still murky, but I think most people have penciled in the L.A. Dodgers to uh, take care of business there. The Mets now, with what happened to Syndergaard, are are the Mets toast now and that division is just wide open for Washington? Well, one thing you have to keep in mind with Washington is they were competitive. You know, think about what they were able to do last year in making the playoffs. And that was with Bryce Harper hitting like 240 and, and having a shoulder injury. You, you knew he was going to have a better year this year. You knew he was going to be an MVP candidate. We know by now what Daniel Murphy's capable of. I don't think he, he's a flash-in-the-pan guy anymore like people thought he was with the Mets. This is a talented roster up and down. And the team that I think um, is probably best equipped to take down the Cubs in the National League playoffs. And, and, and when all said and done, by the end of the regular season, the Nationals might be the favorite, and the Cubs might, might be the ones kind of uh, being the hunters again. So we'll see. But th- this team is incredibly talented. And, and obviously, I think when you look at the difference between this year and last year, it's, it's the performance of Bryce Harper. Aaron Judge with the Yankees. This guy Woo. is absolutely mashing. He's a monster of a man sustainability here is this a flash in the pan we've seen this happen and seems to happen uh, every once in a while with yankee prospects be just because they get so much national notoriety here what kind of staying power for Aaron judge in your mind yeah i, I would think so I, I actually i think i got this question a couple of weeks ago on a different radio show and i said why not you know he, <laughs> he, he's he's been highly rated we know what they've got in their system so you know, a guy who's been able to stand out like that, and, and like you said, a mountain of a man, you know, a guy with a lot of power and a good swing, there, there, there's no reason he can't. I mean, it's, it, it's difficult for me to, to sit here and say, well, you know, y- yeah, this is a flash in the pan, because when you don't have much of a sample size, what reason do you have to believe that this, this isn't the player he is? Now, everybody cools off, and eventually I think we will be questioning that when he gets in one of those slumps and you know, goes two for 20 or something like that. But for now, yeah, I, I look, I think he's the real deal. Uh-huh. Are the Yankees the real deal? Yeah, I, I've liked them from the start. I, I thought that you could see last year the potential in some of the young players when, 
you know, A-Rod and, and Teixeira obviously were, you know, basically removed from the team. I, I think the Yankees are back. I think that Brian Cashman has proven he's one of the elite executives in the game. A lot of people probably knocked him and said he was only capable of writing checks, but the uh, his, his ability to uh, do what he did at the trade deadline last year, and, and to be honest with you, I, I think impressed the entire baseball world when he where, when he was basically when when he basically was able to pivot, change the direction of the franchise, yet still keep the team obviously competitive in 2017. I think he's done a tremendous job, and he and Joe Girardi deserve a ton of credit. They're one of the best manager, general manager tandems in baseball, and I fully expect this Yankees team to be in the playoffs. and And they were my World Series pick, or my my pick to make it out of the American League um, at the start of the season, and and I have no reason to back off that now. We come full circle back to Orioles Red Sox tonight. Any more beanings, or are the guys going to cool off? <laughs> I, I I think they're they're going to cool off. They know that Major League Baseball has uh, all eyes on them right now, and I think you know Buck Showalter and, and John Farrell are both guys who you know understand the the benefit of having their players on the field. And they don't want to see anybody dinged with any kind of massive suspension that could really alter what will be an extremely competitive Ailey's race. It's uh, it's something that I don't remember, at least in recent memory, something carrying on over this many weeks. Well, Do you? D- Dusty Baker and uh, Tony La Russa got into some yeah. pretty significant beanball wars, you know, in the early 2000s when the, the Cubs and Cardinals were really duking it out for divisions. So it's unusual. I wouldn't say it's unprecedented, but it, yeah, it's, it's it's highly unusual. And, and, and hey, look, I guess you could point to the to the to the uh, to the Rangers and and Blue Jays. Okay. How uh, yeah. the, the bat flip kind of carried over, mm-hmm. and they had yep. that big melee between Rubnet Odor and um, uh, Joey Batista. But uh, I, I think you're right in that we, we haven't seen so much of this play out at the plate with guys head hunting like this. Going to be a fun one tonight. Looking forward to it. Seth Gruen with Bleach Report. Talking baseball, uh, and Seth, uh, I was a guest last week on your podcast. Yeah, talking yeah, some fun. Big Ten football. Yeah, I loved it. We talked a lot about Kirk Ferentz. For uh, people interested, let them know where they can go and check out all your Big Ten podcasts. Yeah, yeah, you can subscribe to the podcast. It's called Big Ten Unfiltered. You can subscribe via Google Play or iTunes. You can also listen to it on the Vsporto website. Vsporto is the company that produces the whole thing and curates all these great podcasts, particularly in the space of college football and college basketball. And that, that's simply V, the word sport, the letter O, dot com. So please check mine out and, and the rest of the great podcasts on the website. So wait a minute. So you had Trent on, right? How was he as mm-hmm. a guest? Did he perform well or was he, he medi- was mediocre at best? I, I, I got to give him his due. He, he gave great perspective on that Iowa program that honestly – I hadn't heard before. Okay, and uh, you know, it'll, it'll. I, I'm sure those are themes that will play out on the podcast throughout the show, and that you know, I'll draw on and poach a little bit before we have Trent on again. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> That's great stuff. Well, looking forward to the next time, Seth, and always enjoy you having us, uh, having you on our show as well. Yeah, thanks. We'll catch up soon. Okay, thanks, Seth. There you go, Seth Gruen. That was fun. Bleacher Report. So, like, you're like an international star now. I always have been, Jim. Oh, sorry. I you just, didn't know? I just miscalculated, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Impressive, dude. Impressive. It was fun. Yeah. Talked a lot about Kirk Ferentz and uh, 
to talk just, about his kid taking over too? No, not really. Okay. It was just it was more all encompassing, just kind of big Got picture. It. Okay. You know, Seth uh kinda asked about the lulls that happen in the Iowa program and and I just explained, you know, some of the difficulties at Iowa and the the positives of the sustainability of that program, having two coaches now over the last thirty eight years. How crazy is that? I know. Going on thirty nine years. That's, I mean, a, that's amazing. Two coaches. That's it. With the turnover in college yes, football, yes, it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Uh, quick break. We're coming right back. Now that I am working uh, with a international man of mystery in Trent Condon, Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker, seventeen hundred, the Big Talker, seventeen hundred KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show weekdays from nine to noon on seventeen hundred KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. When you're hungry and craving a steak, you want to get your eat on. And you can at Iowa Beef Steakhouse. For over 30 years, Iowa Beef Steakhouse has been known for serving huge choice cuts of Iowa-raised beef, cooked over charcoal, and served with fantastic sides. With everything from a fine Iowa chop to a tender filet mignon, Iowa Beef Steakhouse is the perfect place to get your eat on. Now, with their new lunch menu, you can enjoy the taste of a great steak or burger over the lunch hour instead of having to wait until dinner time. And if you need a space for a meeting or party, look to Iowa Beef Steakhouse. They can accommodate any size group with plenty of space for no additional charge. Whether it's for lunch, dinner, or a special gathering, Iowa Beef Steakhouse is the perfect place to get your eat on. And you can get your eat on for half price because Iowa Beef Steakhouse is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Iowa Beef Steakhouse certificates for only $25 Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Las Vegas will soon be invaded by the biggest names in the music world for the 2017 Billboard Music Awards. Drake, The Chainsmokers, Rihanna, Weekend, 21 Pilots, Adele, Luke Bryan, Florida Georgia Line. Wow. See who takes home the awards. Don't miss the 2017 Billboard Music Awards. Sunday, May 21st, live 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. I don't know about you, but I'm so ready for the biggest Billboard Music Awards ever on ABC. Get to JCPenney's Love Mom Sale and give her the gift of pampering and shopping all in one place. Give her a gift card bundle to Sephora inside JCPenney, the salon, and to shop around the store. A $60 value for just $50. Or make her day with gifts like select women's dresses just $29.99 and a Liz Claiborne phone charging wristlet just $24.99. Plus, get $10 off when you spend $25 or more with coupon on select items throughout the store and at jcp.com. Hurry and soon. That's getting your pennies worth. JCPenney. Coupon valid 54 to 59. Sephora and some other categories excluded from coupon. See store or jcp.com for details. It's the thrill of the grill event, now at the Home Depot, where the Kingsford Lone Star Charcoal Grill is a special buy at just $99. You'll save 50 bucks. Its durable cast iron grates and extra large surface can handle up to 24 burgers at a time, making you the undisputed grillmeister on the block. Get a fresh take on spring with the Kingsford Lone Star Charcoal Grill, just 99 bucks only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through May 31st while supplies last, selection varies by store. 
1700 KBGG backs the blue, and we'd like you to back them too. Each week, go to our website at 1700kbgg.com and nominate an officer who does an outstanding job. Tell us why that officer deserves a special salute. We'll select an officer weekly, share their story online and on the air, and present them with a special certificate. And bring their department some Brugger's bagels. Help back the blue at 1700kbgg.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet equipment, non return, other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 12117. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, we are back. Short segment, and then we have the top of the hour break. Ken Silverstein then will join us uh, at 1 o'clock. What do we got cooking here, Trent? You're jumping up and down here like a like a jack-in-the-box. What do you got? I'm not jumping up and down. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching a little baseball, though. Yeah. The Twins get down 4 nothing. Uh-oh. Uh, including after I was just singing the praises of Byron Buxton. He yes. was playing ball in center field earlier <laughs> in the game, but... Uh, yeah, ugly start out of Kyle Gibson, but they've come back here in the bottom of the second and put a couple of solo home runs up. Eddie Rosario with his third of the year, and then Danny Santana with the homer. So they've cut it down to two, four, two A's as they play in the bottom of the second over the Twins. When does your boy step to the plate, Sano? Is he going to step up? Hopefully, uh, are we in that part of the lineup, or uh, have they passed him? We're at the bottom of the lineup, okay. so they'll be flipping back around. you got Buxton batting here uh, in the nine hole, who's... Look much better at the plate after that disaster start when he was betting like 07. <laughs> He's doubled it and he pops one up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was so far below the Mendoza line that. Uh... Nobody could believe it. And he's still not there. No, he's, he's not. He's at 158 yeah. before that pop-out. But a couple of homers, the Twins back in at 4-2 okay. as they have finished the second inning. Got a lot of afternoon baseball today. The Cubs back in action as well. I uh, saw there was a... More rainouts? A rain delay. Yeah, okay. earlier. I think it was maybe Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, they're underway. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, though, underway now. They did have a bit of delay. The Cubs at 120, so we'll keep an eye on that one. 
Lackey on the mound for the Cubs there. The Nats out to a one nothing lead over Washington. And then later this afternoon, it'll be the Rangers in Houston at 110. White Sox, Kansas City, 115. And uh, Colorado, San Diego at 240. A lot of afternoon baseball, Jimmy mm-hmm. B, but you'll be missing it. You'll be on the golf course. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I'll check my phone. Oh, okay. What's your phone going to do? <laughs> I, I was going to see if you were going to respond to yeah. that. That almost <laughs> caught me. <laughs> that old school phone does on, not man, have... That sucker works great. Does not have capabilities of getting scores No, it does you. not. No, and nor am I going to carry the iPad to the driving range. I'm not going to do that. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, stay away from I, that. I, I will do that. Uh, I, I will. If anybody's going to the driving range, I'll see you there. I'll be thinking of you, though. Okay. After I hit that... 242-yard drive. Get out of here, 242. Well, I, actually, Are you going to be playing up 100 yards? Well, shh, don't tell anybody no, 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 that, okay? I'm playing from the old man tees. That's okay? what I figured. <laughs> what color are those old man tees? Gray? <laughs> Play from the grays? <laughs> the grays. At least I'm not at the red yet, okay? That's I'm good. not there yet. 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 That maybe, is... maybe another year. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Ken Silverstein coming up on the other side. We're going to talk with him, some Big Ten uh, stuff to get into. A lot on the Cavaliers as they now 6-0 and in the playoffs. Yeah. Get ready as they'll make their way back to uh, Toronto for games three and four of that series. But uh, the the top teams, though Cleveland's not the top seed, no, they're still the top the, team. They in are the, East. the top team in the East. How crazy would it be if we uh, we got both those teams, they got to the finals? Are you and, talking? And they're both 12-0. and 0. Oh, Golden State and and Cleveland. Uh, and Cleveland, and they're twelve and zero. They've swept. Yeah, you won't remember this, but when the Sixers won the title uh, back in the eighties with the Doctor Julius Irving, and mm-hmm. they had Moses Malone, they swept everybody with the exception, I believe, of the championship series, and the Lakers won one game. Swept everybody. And Moses Malone was famous for how many uh, games, uh, how, how long are the series going to go? Four, 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 four. You know that. Yeah. Four, four, four. That's it. That's the, it. Uh, the Lakers did that as well back in early, it was Kobe Shaq. Sh- yeah. So maybe 01. Could be. Their only loss was game one of the final game yeah. of the Sixers and Allen Iverson. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, completed. Sweet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, swept everybody. Yeah. That'd we be, don't see that happening this year no, with either t- either side. No, no. Golden State would be the team. I think if if Houston gets there, I think Houston shoots it well enough that they could win a game or two against them. Yeah. Um, I still think Toronto, even though as good as Cleveland has played, I still think Toronto plays so much better at home that they might be able to get a game at Toronto. But, look, when I saw Cleveland in game four – at Indiana, and they're down 25 and a half and come back and win going away, that was a real eye-opener. That was a real eye-opener. At any rate, uh, Ken Silverstein coming up at the top of the hour. We'll get to a quick break, everybody. Jimmy B and TC right here, the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. The inventor of Texas Superfood, Dennis Black. Most adults take supplements hoping to improve their health. They don't do anything to prevent illness. That's why I created Texas Superfood. It's pure, natural nutrition. 
Switch from your chemistry set vitamins to Texas Superfood for 90 days. Get better energy, focus, better sleep, or return it. No questions asked. Now when you order two bottles of Texas Superfood, get the third bottle free. Call now, 877-55-TEXAS. You can also order online at texassuperfood.com. This is Charles Osgood. Tax compliance can be a real pain for businesses. That's why I'd like to tell you about Avalara's powerful tax automation technology. Avalara simplifies sales tax and other business taxes with real-time tax rate calculations and automatic return filing. Avalara's software already integrates with your accounting, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems, so it couldn't be easier. Find out how the good people at Avalara can help you at avalara.com. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A.com. You're excited about your new business. Now the challenge is to get everyone else excited about it, too. Signature Signing Graphics can help. No need for five different companies to provide you with window decals, bumper stickers, signs, and logo wall art. Signature Signing Graphics does all that and more. See what Signature Signing Graphics can do for your business. They're online at signsdsm.com and in real life at a new location right off Highway 141 in Grind. That's just five minutes from the Urbandale Super Target. Call 402-SIGN, 402-SIGN. Signature Signing Graphics. Napa know-how. You don't need an air-conditioned steering wheel or high-performance supercharger to use Mobile One full synthetic motor oil. Now just $5.79 a quart at Napa. Mobile One offers premium protection for all cars. Premium or not so premium. So give your ride Mobile One synthetic, just $5.79 a quart. Even if it doesn't have the latest technological stuff. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer expires 531.17. Right now, everything is in bloom at the Jared's semi-annual event. Stop in from May 3rd through May 7th and enjoy our best prices of the season. Jared has an amazing collection of spectacular jewelry for you to discover, including exclusive pieces you can't find anywhere else. Don't miss the Jared's semi-annual event, May 3rd through the 7th. That's why he went to Jared. Pandora, Tag Heuer, Takori, and Select Movado watches excluded. Other product exclusions may apply. See Jared.com for details. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines, Accumula Station. Big news, big talk, and big sports. Sports. 